but we're going to move from policing to cannabis. Talk about uh, correct mundo. <laughs> a 180 degree turn. Yeah, right. In, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, about sort of another thing that city council is like, what shall we do on the issue of cannabis stores in Surrey? Because Surrey, so cannabis has been recreationally legal to sell and consume in Canada um, for five years as of October 2023. Mm-hmm. However, British Columbia's largest, second largest city rather, has not had a legal cannabis store anywhere. You can find them in North Delta, you can find them in White Rock, but Surrey, and Richmond as well, but Surrey, uh, absent of legal cannabis stores. And so I was curious, it's a large market, it's, you know, I I was, I, I just assumed that there was cannabis stores in Surrey, but uh, mm-hmm. I saw this news that they're floating a survey for the public to take uh, about potentially opening 12 cannabis stores. And so I spoke with Surrey City Councilor Linda Annis about this, and of course, my first question for her was how BC's second biggest city has gone five years without a legal retail cannabis store. Well, the previous council certainly wasn't receptive to having cannabis stores uh, in Surrey. The staff now has gone back and is looking at the opportunity to find out uh, whether there's an appetite from the residents. As you know, Surrey and Richmond are the only two cities in the Lower Mainland that don't currently um, uh, offer cannabis for sale at retail. So this this survey that's going out, um, what kinds of things are we asking the public and in what way are we kind of gauging the appetite, I guess? Well, first of all, I have to say that I'm glad that we're reaching out to the residents to get their opinions about this. What they're doing is they're testing out how many stores would be acceptable. The city is recommending that there be approximately 12 stores located in city centres throughout Surrey. Uh, So we're testing to see what the residents feel about that, what the proximity should be to schools and other um, places where children um, go on a daily basis. But I think bottom line, it really comes down to, you know, not whether you support cannabis retail or not. It is a legal substance now and uh, should be treated much, I think, in the same way uh, as uh, uh, wine and beer stores. If the public, if you do this survey, you get the results back, if the public seems to be overwhelmingly, say, enough in favour, what are what are next steps? Well, there will be a report that goes to council. Uh, I believe staff is recommending up to two locations in each one of our city centres. Uh, and then there'll be a process that will go through to, uh, to get um, or companies to step up and, and open stores. I guess timeline wise, we would still kind of be pretty far out from the reality of legal cannabis stores in Surrey. I don't think it takes too long. There's been much work done. I know that staff has consulted with cannabis retailers uh, to get a sense of, you know, what their interest is in Surrey. And now next step, of course, is to um, to reach out to residents and, and find out if there is indeed an appetite for it. There's been lots of discussion about whether or not uh, cannabis stores should be uh, in city-owned buildings or um, in private, uh, well-trafficked uh, uh, locations. And personally, I don't believe that um, the city of Surrey should be in the cannabis business themselves, um, that this should be outsourced and have people running uh, cannabis operations that know what they're doing. Okay, this was this is what I was seeing some comments about. Yeah, like... It's not our job to be landlords to cannabis stores. It's our job to to regulate how the stores can operate. So that was coming from suggestions that these these stores be put in city-owned buildings. 
Correct. And I don't think we would be the only city that I'm aware of that would be doing that. And I, it should be in locations, um, in malls or in high traffic areas so that the operators have the best opportunity for success. Uh, putting them in city-owned buildings isn't isn't the solution. I don't think we should be landlords to uh, cannabis stores. We're not landlords to other retailers. So why cannabis? For sure, to to ensure that this you know business opportunity is as fruitful as can be. Then for sure, yeah, high traffic like private retail spaces seems like the ticket. It seems to be where they're popping up in other um, municipalities. Um, absolutely, Owen. And as I say, we're not looking for a proliferation of stores all throughout Surrey. We're looking at potentially up to 12 locations and treating them much in the same way that, um, you know, adults would go to purchase uh, beer and wine or other liquor products. Um, you know, it's a a legalized substance, as is alcohol, and I think should be treated in a, in a very similar manner. You know, what's interesting is when this was introduced uh, in 2018, I guess, mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk around com- communities not being forced to move forward with it, and I got to hand it to the government at the time because I was there as an MLA. It's one of the things we talked about. Um, but the way I looked at it, it's kind of like the American South. You have dry counties. We're going to have towns or cities that are kind of dry if that's what the the residents or they believe the sentiment of communities. But we're this far into it now. Um, You know, the world hasn't fallen apart. In fact, I think the revenue is a lot lower and less than people, certainly the industry expected. Absolutely. You've seen that consolidation in the industry. Probably need more of it, actually. But for a city the size of of Surrey, which is over 600,000 people, I think there's none. And and even I think the Samyamu First Nation have a dispensary right on their territory in White Rock. So it's surrounded by communities that are like offering this stuff it. up. Yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's driving, you know, kind of business out of Surrey is my feeling about it. And the, you know, why, why not? Yeah. Why not get business in Surrey? I took the survey. It's pretty cool. It lays out all the regulations that they intend. It has all of the pr- sort of, I guess, provisos of, well, we're not going to put them right beside a school. They have to be 200 meters yeah, away from all of this stuff. And there's not going to be that many of them. And we'll have an intense vetting process for those who, if, if it goes through for those dispensers that do um, that that are allowed to open. So it's it's it's, it's baby steps. It's different so if to it's, tell. It's, if it's twelve, twelve they were saying twelve. Yes, yeah, so yeah, two per community. So it, it, within Surrey, so that's about one for every fifty thousand people, roughly. Yeah, right? absolutely good right? math. Yeah, yeah it's right? one per forty-seven thousand. So that's and that's not a lot compared to other communities. Yeah, in Vancouver, right? The ratio is one cannabis store for eight, roughly eight thousand people. And in Calgary, <laughs> where I'm from, where it's the wild, wild west, it's yeah. one in six thousand. One cannabis store for six thousand people. Right? Right now, wow! So Satch, it's everywhere. It's Albertans, like Starbucks. Wow, good yeah, for them! They Holy went real cow. hard, right away. Hard. I would love to know what other communities, in even small town BC, yeah, uh, are doing. You mentioned what wasn't you mentioning a number <laughs> in Terrace? Ter- yeah. yeah, I have a friend in Terrace, and he says his fact that he touts is that uh, Terrace has, at least at the time, the last time I talked to him, more <laughs> cannabis stores than Tim Hortons. <laughs> There's priorities. There are, I've been to the, the, I think they have two Tim Hortons there. So, so they, they might have three, have three cannabis stores. Yeah, I yeah, think that's what it yeah, is yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, and Tim Hortons are a big deal in small yeah. town BC. <laughs> Trust me. Well, that, thank you so much. It's interesting. Thank and you. You've gone to the, the dispensaries. Like I don't use yeah. the stuff, but like, do you find it better or uh, the, or the same as the traditional way of buying pot from a few Jazz, years ago? I wouldn't ago? know a singular thing about the traditional uh-huh. way of buying pot, but I hear from sources. I used to work in a dispensary as well back in Calgary, yeah. and the sentiment from the clientele was like, oh, well, it's, you know, drier because it's been on a truck. It has to have uh-huh. been shipped from somewhere who produced it, usually from Ontario or British Columbia, and there was a few places in Calgary that grew it, but uh, yeah, just it caught, there was a higher price point, and then they had an issue with the weight of it always. I mean, is it the traditional stuff? 
I always feel the CBD, like the oils for people with migraines and stuff like that, gummy bears, that's where the do- true dollars of the growth in the business is going to be. Certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. I like I like talking people up with CBD oil and they come in and they be like, oh, wow, I slept better at least anecdotally just for me. And I was like, that's great. That's half the battle. There that's you half go. the battle. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Jerry. Jazz.